Hi, I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, Episode 47. Welcome to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, short but meaty focus sessions to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. Season 8 is all about the stuff of homeschooling and how to deal with it cheerfully and sanely. How can we manage the stuff that goes with homeschooling, as well as our expectations about what our home and our work should look like? How I Catalogued My Personal Library You know I love lists, and I also love books. So what could be better than a list of books? How about a list of my books? I won't try to convince you that you need to catalog your books, because you probably don't. But having a catalog of the books on my own shelves is something inherently appealing to me, and it might be to you too. Over the last year or so, I've also helped catalog and organize our church's library as well as my own, so library systems have been on my mind, and I'm glad to be wrapping up both projects. Here's what I used to catalog my library. A Dymo label maker, colored labels for kids' books, the delicious library software, or the Library Thing website, a website to find Library of Congress or Dewey Decimal call numbers, and heavy-duty packing tape. If you use Library Thing, a barcode scanner makes entering books much faster, if they have barcodes. The delicious library software comes with an app so that you can scan books with your phone. So for my own personal library, I use the delicious library software as my cataloging option, It's a Mac-only program, and the Library of Congress call numbers. I simplified the Library of Congress numbers to use only the two numbers following the two letters. What I like most about the Library of Congress system is that it includes fiction and literature, and books written about a piece of literature are shelved next to the book they're about. For the church library, we used Library Thing Online and the Dewey Decimal System because that's what people are used to. While I was going through the books, I also had a chance to fix book spines with packing tape, which is one of my quick tricks. After all, we have a lot of books in our house. I love my books, and I'm not the only one who does, much to my delight. However, a lot of book love can leave the books looking rather sad and perhaps even render them useless. And there's no myth about books being so well-loved that they become real, unfortunately. They simply end up as compostable waste. I've spent time pondering and searching and talking about bookbinders tape, or contact paper covering, which my dad was religious about applying to all paperbacks that entered our house when I was growing up. But I don't have the eye or hand or stamina for non-bubbly, crisp, straight applications of contact paper not to mention the fact that it just wouldn't happen. No, I needed something faster and simpler and more manageable. After all, my stack of books needing repairs was getting way too high. I don't remember for sure when or how I connected the dots, but it might have been in the tape aisle of Walmart. I was buying packing tape refills, and I remembered to scour the display for a mythical product that I have heard tell of called bookbinders tape. 
that supposedly libraries use. There was no such thing there. However, as I frowned and grabbed the packing tape refill, I realized, well, wouldn't packing tape do? Actually, I was pretty sure it would definitely be good enough for me. It would get the job done, and that was better than what was currently happening. So I grabbed a small dispenser of heavy-duty tape especially for that purpose. It now lives in my teacher bag. So I apply a length of heavy-duty packing tape around the binding of children's books to reinforce them and to fix any tears and wear. Most of the books that I get are used and already worn. This keeps them in action much longer and stronger. Doing the same thing with a little more care and a strip on the inside of the cover can also replace a torn or worn cover. My current simple book organizing method, a strip of packing tape over the edges reinforces the cover and the spine and keeps the organizing label on. So let's go back to how I categorize my books. For kids' books, I put a colored label on the spine of books that I purchased for our three-year history cycle. I used Avery color coding labels, and I've been pleased with how they work out. There are four colors in the pack of labels, and so this is how I've categorized them. Yellow for ancient history, orange for medieval, green for modern, and pink for nature and science books. So all pink labeled books are always out and always shelved together. The history books only have the current year's color out and the rest are boxed away. Now, any hardcover collectible book that we have live in the boys' bedrooms and they do not get a colored label attached to the hardback spines. The grown-up books I've labeled with their abbreviated Library of Congress call number, but not on the spine. The label is along the back cover, so it's only visible if you pull the book out just a smidge, so my shelves look like normal bookshelves and not library shelves. I thought this was a good compromise. In the Delicious Library software, then, I have the notes line in the database where I can put the call number or the color-coded label of the book. So here are the steps that I follow as I enter books into my catalog. I scan the book into the catalog program, look up the LCC call number, enter the LCC call number into the catalog, make a label with the call number and affix it to the book along with a from the library of label. Then I shelve the book where it belongs. In reality, this is simply a way for me to play with my books. I love going through them and handling them all over again, moving them around and seeing what books become new neighbors as they move from my own intuitive shelving into orderly Library of Congress divisions? And now it's time for this season's Simple Sanity Saver, Morning Time Memorization Hacks. The next thing to do is to choose your new memory work. Here are some categories of memory work you might want to choose from. Scripture, psalms, hymns, and songs, Latin chants, poetry, catechism and creeds, historical speeches, mottos, maxims, or quotes. Start with only one to three items. Start with only one to three passages, or one to three new things per term. 
build slowly but consistently, and you'll be amazed at your own index once you've been doing this for a few years. You can check out my memory work index at simplyconvivial.com slash memory. Rather than pursuing perfect recitation that will likely not last beyond their childhood, I'm seeking more to begin to set a deep foundation that would be continually and cyclically renewed and built upon throughout their lives. I want familiarity, language patterns and ideas to seep in. I'm not a meticulous person. I am more of a hack. We recite one passage and one psalm daily for one term, which is six weeks. And whether it's memorized in two weeks or not memorized perfectly yet by the end, we move it to the review section and start a new one. After a week or two of saying it daily, however, usually the children can recite it by the end of the term. But because my goal is building a lifetime of familiarity rather than perfect rote memory, the fact that they rarely say it perfectly no longer frustrates me. This is my own personal good enough and works for us memory method because it keeps my priority on being simple, no pressure, and focused on exposure, familiarity, and whole ideas rather than perfection. If memory work has been a stressful thing in your family, don't give it up. Just pare it back, remove the pressure and expectation, and remember that God's word is active and will bear fruit in time. Find my free guide, Five Steps to Starting a Morning Time, at simplyconvivial.com slash audio and choose season eight. Thanks for listening to the Simply Convivial audio blog. At simplyconvivial.com slash audio, you can find all the episodes and sign up to get an email whenever a new one comes out. Remember, education is repentance. Repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.